This episode of the podcast is sponsored by Hold True Tattoo Studios. The new studio is now open in Hamilton, and if you're interested in getting any tattoo work done or discussing any designs, please contact the chief artist, Brian Bell. You can find Hold True Tattoo Studios on Instagram and on Facebook, so if you're at all interested, please check them out. Kevin Ross, how are you, sir? Good, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Uh, listen, thanks so much for doing this. Uh, I know that you're, I know that you're traveling at the moment, so to come on and, and make your time available to me is really very cool. So thank you. Yeah, no problem, man. Can you hear me all right? Perfect, perfect. Uh, I'll try my best to speak a little bit slower because the the Scottish accent. <laughs> oh yeah, I can I can deal with it. Brilliant. <laughs> Good man, good man. So, how's life? How's things? Uh, everything's good, man. I can't, I can't really complain. Um, you know, just doing what I can with what I got. Um, definitely uh, sucks not being in the gym and doing all that stuff. But you know, I got, I got my little home gym and been able to get some work in here and there. But other than that, yeah, everything's good. Everything's Fantastic. Good. Fantastic. We are, uh, we're still really in the middle of the lockdown here in Scotland. So yeah, uh, our government's been particularly particularly strict. So things are slowly but surely starting to open up now. But yeah, it's been uh-huh. it's been it's been tough. Yeah, tough. yeah, I bet. Uh, okay, so the Soul Assassin. <laughs> I think I think that's one of the one of the coolest sort of fight nicknames going. <laughs> uh, and I know you've probably explained this a million times, but. Just for the, the listeners to this particular podcast, if you can, maybe we can start there and, and give us a wee sure. explanation as to where that came from. Yeah, sure. No problem. Um, that was given to me my very first professional fight, which was in Guadalajara, Mexico. Um, I don't remember what year that was, 2006, maybe. And uh Long story short, uh, it was this blood bloodbath fight, like a lot of mine tend to be, and I just continued to kind of walk through everything the guy was doing, and you could see his just soul being crushed, and eventually I had stopped him in the fourth round, and afterwards, this older Mexican gentleman told me my nickname should be the Soul Assassin because of the way the fight went down, and... Um, you know, that just stuck because of the way I fight and because of the, like, how do I like to approach things just to, to break people down and to keep moving forward through everything. Um, so that's, that's where that came from. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, looking through, since you've, you've very, just sort of chatting back and forth over the last few days, and it's, it's given me a lot of inspiration to obviously look through more of your social media and on your website and stuff, which is filled with, with a lot of cool stuff. Uh, Thank you. Not, not, not only are you a fighter, but you're an artist, a writer, uh, ju- just lo- lots of stuff going on. Uh, one yeah. of the things that I, I did, you know, I've actually, I've, I've, I've noted down here uh, some of your accomplishments and I'll, I'll very, very quickly go through these. It's, it's really like a, a I mean, it's some of the most prestigious fighting Muay Thai kickboxing titles in the world. Uh, you were the yeah. first ever 
Bellator kickboxing featherweight champion. Uh, you were the line fight super lightweight world champion, the WBC Muay Thai super lightweight international champion. Uh, there's not a lot that you've not done in the yeah. easy sport of, of Muay Thai and, and kickboxing. Uh-huh. The the thing that the thing that got me, but and, and I must be honest, uh, I've always admired you as as a fighter. Uh, but I'm a big. I'm, I think people that have listened to the podcast and who know me well, well, they'll know how much of a big Joe Rogan fan I am. And it, it wasn't until you'd actually appeared on the. I think you've, you've done the Joe Rogan Experience twice. It was the last yeah. one that I didn't actually realise the struggles that you'd actually been through. Uh, and yeah. that's the thing that, that, that was most interesting to me. And the thing, I think it's the thing that I want to share most with the people that listen to this particular podcast is just how life can be so difficult for someone, yet they can, through determination and, and just making commitment and dreaming, can, can really reach the top. Is that is that something I know you've shared it a million times, but is that something you can you can talk to us a little bit about? Yeah, for certain. Um, you know, I felt I feel like I spent the first half of my life the complete opposite of what I am today. A very um, well, I've always been a shy person, but I, I felt I felt I've lived a very defeated lifestyle. I let life just break me down make me feel worthless, like I didn't deserve anything, like um, there was no point in me trying anything to, to go after anything because I wasn't gonna be able to do it, I wasn't good enough, strong enough, all these other reasons. Um, and I really just stayed in that mentality that I think everyone deals with to some extent or another. You know, everybody knows um, how life just gets gets you down uh, like right now the whole world is kind of going through that you know you feel like what's the point in pushing farther because it's just going to get taken away you know you're just going to get locked down again you're not going to be able to do the things you're, you're, you're losing your job your family um, your income all of these things and um, eventually I had an awakening to realized that I was wasting my life living in fear, living in doubt, living in defeat. And there's plenty of people that have way worse lives than I do and, and get up and go after it and push, push forward and, and overcome um, their unfair circumstances. And just because these things are going on doesn't give you an excuse to, to, to be this uh, broken person. You know, like everybody's got bad things that happen to them. Every single person on earth has had unfair circumstances. Um, the only thing that separates people that uh, accomplish things and things and ones that don't is they don't rely on those as reasons to not go after these things. That's, that's the only um, thing that uh, uh, every single person that makes it has in common. They've not relied on their excuses because it's very easy to look at me or to look at some people in the spotlight and say it was easy for them they had it handed to them they only got there because they looked this way they were this color they were this whatever and and some of those things may be true but you're also not paying attention to all of the struggles that they did have that you might not have so as easy as it is and understandable as it is to um 
hold yourself back by these excuses that might be valid, it doesn't give you a reason that you can't accomplish things. And for me, it was this pivotal life-changing moment that I realized I have the ability to do things. I'm just too scared, really. I was living in fear and doubt. And once I stopped doing that and started pushing forward anyway and going, going against all the things that were telling me that I didn't deserve it or I shouldn't or I couldn't, everything began to change in my life. Yeah. I mean, what, if, if, we can, if we can drill down a wee bit, uh, I think if I remember correctly, uh, there, there, I know for a fact that there was a lot of sort of alcohol and, 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 and drug use when you, when you were a yeah. child. I, I, I didn't note this down when I was taking some notes earlier, but am I right in saying that you, maybe not, you had your first sort of drink around about 10 or 12 years of age? I was probably about 12, 12, 11, 12, yeah. Okay, so the, one of the main themes that I want to cover today is, is, is how you get from what's actually required and to give people, I mean, the whole world's been locked down recently and as you've just alluded to there, uh, there's so many sort of setbacks at the moment, but how, talk, talk to us please a, a little bit about how you go from a kid who started with alcohol at 12 and then kind of just had a, a good number of years where things weren't very good at all to get into a place where you are the first ever Bellator kickboxing world champion and multi-time Muay Thai champion. Yeah, um, it was a long, long, long process that had countless ups and downs, um, probably more downs than ups for a really long time. But I think the path in fighting is a perfect um, example of, of what it takes in life. And that is you can't necessarily focus on the, the what happened, the immediate response. Like I lost the fight, I had a bad day, I, 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 I got knocked out, all these things, I got cut, injured. Those things are gonna happen even when you're going in the right direction, even when you're on the right path, what hinders a lot of us is we feel that if we're going in the right direction, uh, we're at the right job, in the right relationship, all these things, then it'll be easy. Then it, it should be obvious that we're going the right direction because there's no roadblocks. When in actuality, it tends to be the opposite. <laughs> when you're going the right way and doing the right thing, you tend to have more hurdles to overcome, more setbacks, more ups and downs. And that's why you have to be more focused on the, that goal or that uh, unending um, pursuit of perfection or whatever the case may be. There's no, you can't put these, if it's a good day, that means you did something good. If it's a bad day, you did something bad. That doesn't necessarily, they don't, it's not, this isn't math test life isn't a math test there's no do this and you get this yep. that's that, that that that's the problem is we 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 think that it is and we, we view things that way um and it once you realize that the 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 <laughs> the right road is usually the difficult road that's the that's the one that's going to be hard that's the reason that not a lot of people do it because yeah. it's the it's the more difficult way it's the more uh <laughs> 
it has more obstacles, it has more pitfalls, it has more things telling you that you're going the wrong way. For me, I started viewing those things as encouragement, even though they were negative. I said, this is something that's telling me I'm going the right way. And it's like, do you want to go, do you want to keep going this way? I do, you're just gonna have to get over this hurdle with like with an injury or a loss. Um, I think that was why it was very vital for me. I lost my first fight I ever had, I got stopped. Um, and I had that moment of, it was like a day or two where I felt like maybe this wasn't for me. You know, maybe, maybe I was wrong because up to that point, it was, you know, from the day I started to my first fight was nine months. And everything up to that point was relatively easy to me for me because I took to this sport, like I've been doing it my whole life. You yeah. know, after like a month or two, people thought I'd been doing it for a year. Yeah. And I assumed in my head that I was going to go, I was going to have this fight. I was going to win. I was just going to skyrocket to the top, you know, and then that happened. I, I not only did I lose, I got just crushed. <laughs> and, and I just had that moment in the back, like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe this isn't for me. Maybe everything I thought before and all those doubts I had were, I was right. And I shouldn't have done this. And then I had a, a, mo a moment after that was, well, do you love to do this? Yes. Do you want to do this? Even if you can't win? Yeah, I do. I love to do this winning. Of course, we all want to win and we all want to look good and we want to have titles and money and all of these things that you probably aren't going to get. But if that if that's your only reason to do this, you should probably do something else. I do this because I love it. I do this because it helps make me a better person and clears out all the static and noise of negativity and doubt and all these other aspects. I do this more than just for what's in the ring. That that's a that's a that's a byproduct of 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 what this is for me. This is a, a life tool, fighting and training and all of these things. So I, again, I had to face that day one, I'm going to do this anyway. I'm going to be the best that I can be, whatever that is, that might not be the best in the world. That might not be the best in the country or even the best in the gym, but I'm going to be the best me that I can be. Yeah. And I think facing that, understanding that from the first fight really propelled me in the right direction. Cause I had the right mindset. And, and, and I had that from day one where a lot of people, they didn't have to face that for a really long time. Yeah. You know, not some people not for years, but eventually you do. Eventually you're gonna lose. Eventually you're gonna have a injury. Eventually you're gonna have a bad day, <laughs> whatever it is. Like we don't all go through these bad things, but you're gonna go through something and you're gonna have to face those questions and doubts. And you're better off facing them day one than, than 10 years down the road. There's this really great story um, about when Hulk Hogan started wrestling, his wrestling coach snapped his shin in half his very first day training. Uh, and he did it as a lesson and it was an extremely harsh lesson and yeah. obviously not something you want to do for everybody. But he's like, if you can't deal with this now, you should stop today. Yeah. Because these things are going to happen and you better understand that day one instead of wasting 10 years of your life for something that you don't really want that badly. Yeah. So if you don't want something badly enough, to overcome these obstacles, you should do something else. Find the thing you do want enough to go through pain and hell and torture because those are gonna come up and those things are gonna test you whether you are wanting this really or just wanting this because of some outside 
force because of how it makes you look, uh, how it, other people perceive you because you are this person. Those are just superficial reasons to do things. And um, yeah, I think, I think we'd all be better off if we, if we uh, understood that earlier and, and move forward with the things that we did in our lives as opposed to these uh, other reasons. Yeah, one of the things that uh, I've been thinking about, obviously, having you on the podcast over the last couple of days, and, and you start thinking about things, and, and, and just looking, as I say, at your social media feeds, your website, just, just looking at your, your sort of, I'll use the word journey rather than career, and yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the, I, I say to my own uh, Taekwondo students that the the, the punching and the kicking is, is merely a means to an end. And I, I've kind of, you can you probably correct me if I'm wrong here, but the, the, the journey isn't for, I think the journey for yourself was never about how many fights can I win, how many belts and championships can I win. And that's the same for my own students. Uh, it's about, are you becoming a better person and are you living a better life through the hardships, am I am I right there? Or, or oh, well, yeah, one hundred percent. Those those are the things that show the individual and everyone around them what that person is made of. Anybody can maintain um, positivity and all of these things when things are going well, when you're winning, when when you're making a lot of money, when you're getting a lot of attention and praise. It's when things are going going to hell, <laughs> that it shows you who you really are on the inside. Are you going to rise up to the occasion? Or are you going to let these things break you down? Which is unfortunately why it's vital to have these negative, unfortunate things happen, because they, they show you who people really are. Yeah. Um, if you've never faced difficulty in your life, how do you even know if you are who you are as a person? Are you, strong, are you a strong person? You can't be a brave person if you're not scared. You're, you're, you're just, you're not scared at all. So that's not bravery. Yep, spot on. You know, so so it, it's kind of along those lines, the, the hardships and the obstacles in life are what, what creates strength and um, what shows you what people are really made of at their core. Yep. Um, so it's, we tend to avoid confrontation and being uncomfortable and, 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 and risking failure and losses because instinctually we have this self-preservation that doesn't want to do that and, and uh, understandably so <laughs> you don't want to go to things that are dangerous it's what keeps you alive um, but we have we have these instincts inside of us that are there for preservation not necessarily to make it anywhere just mm -hmm. to maintain and life isn't about just maintaining you're you're never really maintaining you're either getting better or you're getting worse and if you're, when you continually are um, pushing towards difficult obstacles and, 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 and challenges, that is how you are going to be better and stronger. Um, just like in fighting, you don't get better by beating up a bunch of people that aren't very good. Yeah. You know, you could go down to the high school and, and beat up a bunch of kids, but is that going to make you a better fighter? I'd probably not. <laughs> the, only way you, the only way you get better is by fighting better people. And, and continually progressing in that regard. But it, it feels like it's wrong because you're probably getting beat up and losing, but you're, 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 you're 
your level is going up much higher than that person's is. It's, yeah. it's easier to catch up to somebody ahead of you than it is to stay up there. Um, even though it's uncomfortable, that that's we we all need to be uncomfortable if we want to uh, improve. If if you look at, and it's not just about martial arts because uh, things like boxing uh, are exactly the same. Any any fighter, what? 99% of fighters, I would imagine, who, who sort of make it to the top level like yourself or any of the famous boxers in the world or any of the famous Thai boxers. Uh, I've, I've made a little note to, to talk about uh, the, the dancing with Sanchai uh, with you as well. <laughs> but even, even, even Thai fighters, just young kids that are, that are using martial arts to... Are they particularly drawn to martial arts, people who have had a harder or more difficult start in life, or is that just purely coincidence? I, I don't, it's definitely not a coincidence. I think that, I think that people who have had difficulties early on um, understand the battle of, of pushing through difficult things and fighting or weightlifting or <laughs> doing anything in life is, is difficult. If you want to get better at something, you, you're going to have to face that and, 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 and deal with failure and loss and feeling like you're not good enough. Yeah. And I think that people that have already done that so much in, 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 in real life mm-hmm. um, understand that. And that's why they're drawn towards this physical battle because the physical battle's easy. <laughs> it's the mental battle and the emotional battle of, of real life that that's difficult um, fighting and, and things like that are very um, black and white. You do this and this is how you get better. You train, you work hard, um, you go through the ups and downs, but it's, 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 it's not hidden. It's not this uh, um, agenda that you don't see or these, 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 uh, these things that are, um, in the shadows, it's, it's, it's right there. Do this and this is how you get better. You wanna get stronger, you gotta lift this weight yeah. and then you gotta put more on there and that. And it's very, it's very simple in that regard. And I, I think that's what, what, another thing that draws a lot of people to it. Um, I don't know why it is that a lot of people that, that are drawn to fighting and those things have had difficulties in their lives. But um, I think, you know, I, I think you could say that's same about, um, certain sports and stuff although you know in that regard it's probably not not as extreme definitely in fighting um you you, you draw out that uh, people that kind of come from broken homes and poverty and, and that kind of stuff maybe maybe because it's uh, you don't need uh you don't you don't need money in order to get good at fighting whereas yeah. other things you do need a lot of uh sub- financial support and good equipment and all this other stuff where, where fighting is very very raw and very real and you don't you don't need specialty uh, um equipment to, to yeah. get good you yeah. know because there's there's more to it than that yeah uh can, can we please talk a little bit about uh and again this was this other layer to to your and i'll use the word journey again or or, or another layer to your sort of attributes was the just this whole art uh making uh, art drawing and painting and and, and one of the, the bits that you were involved in was the was the video, the short movie uh, Us. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, I'm 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 always con- we we say that here uh, within the sort of martial arts school, but I'm always conscious of how that comes across with the Scottish accent. 
as well. <laughs> so the oh, well, I, I I can't even say it right. You you said it pretty good. <laughs> okay. Uh, so uh, a couple of years ago, you you made. Uh, I think you, did you travel to Europe to to make the video? Yeah, yeah, we made that in uh, Amsterdam. Okay, I'm I'm going to when we release the podcast, which will which will be this weekend. Uh, the we're recording on a Thursday night. It's uh, what Thursday afternoon where you are at the moment. Yeah. 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 <laughs> With the time difference, I, I'm I'm going to uh, put the video alongside the podcast. Oh, okay. It's available on YouTube, and uh, I've had a, a number of watches at the video, and it's it's. For the short movie that it is, it's really, really quite inspirational. So hopefully the people that are watching or sorry, listening to the podcast will, will mm-hmm. watch that too. I, I, I took another wee note here and, and oblige me please and, and let, let me read this. Uh, this is taken directly from your, your short movie and mm-hmm. this was something that you had written. You, you wrote this. So uh, yeah. I had a dream. Uh, it was there all along, but it frightened me. I ignored it. I hid from it. I pretended that it wasn't there. When you have a dream, when you know something in your heart is true, you can only run for it for so long and it will find a way to enter your life. Why are we, why are only certain, what does it take for people to, to, to do what frightens them? We're in this, this current state of lockdown at the moment throughout the world and there's, there's a lot of frightened people there. Uh, and listen, there's, there's a lot of frightened people through all sort of stages of life, but someone like yourself, again, this, who I think is an amazing role model for what you've achieved, how, what advice can you give to someone how to face their fears? And again, it's maybe a bit cliched, but to follow their dreams, to, to, to go for it. Yeah. Well, um, I think that one thing people that holds people back is they think the people that are doing these things aren't afraid that they don't have doubts, that they don't have bad days, that they don't feel weak, um, that they don't feel brave. And unfortunately in this, in our society, we only highlight the, um, the positives of people's lives, the accomplishments, uh, the good days, when they look strong, when they look beautiful, when they look brave, you don't see what's going on under the surface. You don't see what they wake up with every day. You don't see the demons they face every single day, even in the midst of the thing that they're doing that you think is the opposite. You think because they're accomplishing things, they don't, they must not have those things that you have. And because they don't, maybe they don't talk about it, which is, um, has always been um, motivational for me to be more vocal about these things is, I understood that the more that the more that I got into this sport and met met these uh, amazing fighters and people of all, all different aspects of life, the more I realized they're just people like everybody else. They're no different than you and I. And we 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 see these people in the spotlight and we think they're made of something different. Yeah. They still have the same ingredients inside them. They just decided to move forward with them anyway and, and to face them. Um, it doesn't mean they're not petrified in the midst of this. And, and um, the, f- the first like really strong example I saw of this is uh, 
one of our one of our coaches it was a thai guy he had like 300 something fights and he ended up having a, a fight in the states um and i was helping corner him and before he went out he was scared to death and i didn't understand what was going on i did, i couldn't i couldn't even compute how he could be scared after having 300 fights and it hit me that just because you have more experience doesn't mean you 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 don't have those doubts anymore. We all want to do good. We don't want to lose. Anything can happen at any time. So your those fears don't necessarily go away. Sometimes they get worse. Yeah. You know, yeah. because because now people are stronger, better, faster, quicker. There's more uh pressure on you and spotlights on you. You think it's gonna get less? No, you just you just learn to deal with it. You learn that that's there and that's okay, whatever that is that's not going to stop me from going forward just because I'm going forward. Doesn't mean I'm not scared. Uh, it doesn't mean that, that I know that I'm going to win. You know, it's, it's, it's about self-belief and recognizing that you're, you're I'm either going to get stronger by going towards this thing that might break me, or I'm going to get be weaker by not even going after it. And then next time I'm going to be even weaker and even weaker and even weaker. And um, I think the more that we understand that, the more open and honest people can be in all different levels of life, the more we realize that, that we're really all the same um, at a certain level. And which is another reason I think it's so important to travel the world. Like you go everywhere in the world. When you don't do that, you have this very skewed perspective of other countries, other races, other cultures. And then you go there and you're like, oh, well, you're just like me. You just maybe look a little different or think a little different, but really we're all just the same people. And uh, if more of us would do that, maybe we could move forward in a, in a better way instead of putting people into these boxes as, as good or bad or, or whatever the case may be. Yeah, I mean, there's so many levels to that as well because for some people that, that fear might be attempting to run their first 5K. For other people, it might be fighting for the the world Muay Thai title but it's the same emotion it's the same it's, it's the same thing that people have to go through that that's another reason why someone like yourself uh, being just just so open about about everything I think more people I mean it's 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 an absolute sort of pleasure and honor to have you on uh, on our podcast which is as I've said a couple of times recently, it's just in its infancy. But if people can can look at someone like you, uh, just a world fighter, a world uh, famous top quality fighter, and and can relate to the emotions that you're going through day to day, the same way they are wherever in the world they they may be. Uh, okay, the the book that you wrote, uh, Dancing with Sanchai, uh, again. That wasn't just about one night. It wasn't just about one one fight. It was about the, the journey and uh, the training and the emotion and, and everything leading up to fighting. Who most people, I think it's fair to say, would, would, would probably say would be the best pound-for-pound Muay Thai fighter possibly ever. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and you wrote a book about that. C can you tell us a wee bit about that, about just what the thinking was behind putting that project together? Yeah, I've been um, writing 
off and on my, my whole life. Um, I never really felt like a writer, um, but, but I did write a lot, you know, especially in my um, journey through fighting. I began writing the first time I ever fought overseas. You know, I, I, I just basically just journaled what, what happened there so I could remember these things and all these elements of, 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 of the path that I went on. And, um, you know, this is 15 years ago and this was back in MySpace days. And <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, uh, I decided I put that journal up online just to have something on, on my page and people really enjoyed the way that I wrote. They, you know, they get very complimentary of me and, you know, I, it, it motivated me to write further, even if it was just for myself to keep yeah. track of these things I knew that I would never remember. Um, so I began um, keeping track more of, of, of my fights, particularly the ones overseas and, and just writing a lot in general about, about a lot of topics, things I thought about and felt. And um, sometimes I would share them and it was a progressive thing. O over time, I did more and more. And um, I always wanted to write a book about my life, um, particularly the fighting aspect of it, but, but really everything that led up to that. And, and again, even if it was only for myself to, to just have something that I could go back and almost like a photo album, I'm like, wow, I don't, I don't even remember this happening and, yeah. and it did. So um, that, that was really the motivation for me to do that. And um, I didn't really think many people would care about it or read it, but I, I, I kind of started mentioning that I was doing this. And then once I began like printing the books and, and putting them out there, I, you know, put it up online. I was like, Hey, I'm going to do some, I thought I was just going to print out like 50 and give them away. Yeah. And then, uh, I put that up and like 200, 300 people hit me up, said they wanted it. I'm like, oh, okay, maybe I'll print some more. <laughs> and then, uh, that, that's kind of what got me on that journey of, um, being an author. And then I, I started taking it a little more seriously and wanted to be better at it. Um, where before I, I did feel like I was just kind of mindlessly writing stuff down that no one would ever read so i didn't i didn't think about how it would be perceived by someone reading it yeah because it was for my it was for myself you know yeah. i didn't i didn't really give a shit about somebody else reading it because like nobody's going to read this maybe like a friend or two would but um, so i began trying to be better more articulate and and all of that so so i've actually been in the process of writing my autobiography over the last decade probably um i'm almost to the point um, where I'm going to, I'm, I'm putting it out in sections. So like the Sanchai book was one piece of, of, of this big, big book. I mean, the whole book is going to be a series of small books, certain fights, certain journeys, but what I've written so far is just my whole life that led up to walking into the gym for the first time, which was 23 years of my life. Um, so I, that's what I've been working on for the past, um, at least decade. And I'm hoping to have that out, um, by the end of the year um, and then I'll get into more but but yeah this whole process of being an author um, is the same as f with fighting like I never <laughs> I never really thought that I was going to do it I just started doing it and started getting better and learning along the way and continually um, pushing myself to improve and never never trying to emulate or be anybody else just taking motivation from from things that i like things that i don't like and, and 
trying to progress in that regard as well as well as writing on different uh, other topics which which i have a lot of on my uh website you know things maybe that are going on in the in the world or just just um um uh mental things physical things all, all these different uh philosophical things yeah. um, I just kind of write on what i'm feeling or what i'm thinking or, or sometimes I'll, I'll reach out and see what people would want to hear about mm-hmm. the you, you quickly mentioned there that you were what age were you when you had your first fight 23 23 and yeah. uh, you started with master toddy is that right yeah now master toddy had was based in manchester for many years yeah. which yeah. is only you could drive from my house to to manchester in maybe maybe three and a half hours oh uh, yeah yeah so it's, it's 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 not it's not long it just goes to show that now again, I don't know if you could show up at a gym uh, as a fifty-year-old and become a professional fighter. I'm not saying that, but it's never too late for people to achieve more. Is the point? You- yeah, and I think I think that's that is the key right there. It's it's yeah. Maybe you can't be, maybe you can't start at fifty and be the greatest fighter in the world, but you can definitely be better than you are not doing anything. Yeah, and and. That's what it's about. It's about continual progression. These goals and the, these mountains we have to climb should be motivational to us, but, but it's really about the day, being better than you were yesterday, learning, learning from your mistakes, improving on your strengths, and it's a continual, unending, for the rest of your life thing. If you're not progressing, you're regressing. And mm-hmm that's why all of these goals are important especially the ones that are crazy and don't make any sense and no one thinks you can ever achieve maybe you can't but either way that's going to propel you that much further than if you kept your sights very low and and so for me in fighting it was i want to be the greatest i could ever possibly be and that's an infinite level there's there's no one i can point to as this is once i get to here then i'm done yeah. it's I'm never, I'm never done. I'm always going to be improving. And that's what's helped keep me motivated all of these years is I've never gotten to a point where I was like, oh, I've done a lot. So, you know, that's, that's, that's enough. I don't feel like I've done anything in some, in that regard, in the, in the infinite scheme of things, I've done like next to nothing, but I've done a lot more than a lot of people, but I've done a lot less than a lot of people too. Yep. So, so that's con- kept me continually motivated. Well, one of the one of the questions we ask our our, our students in our martial arts school uh, is is the difference between, and you've kind of crossed over both. Uh, and again, you can correct me uh, if I'm sort of reading this wrong. But one of the questions we always ask is, uh, what's the difference between martial arts and sport? And the answer being, uh, in sport, you're in competition with an opponent. And mm-hmm. in martial arts, uh, in its sort of purest form, you're 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 in competition only with yourself. I mean, I mean right. this thing that we do, almost this crazy thing we do, I guess in some ways, martial arts. It's as you rightly said, it, it, you you might not be a world champion, but you until the day that you die, you can be seeking self improvement. Uh, yeah, yeah, I I I completely agree with that. I think that. A martial artist is a, a you're in a lifelong pursuit of something where mm. fighting has a finite timeline you know like the, the 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 time you spend in the ring 
or, or even in the ring in the gym with other people that's that's just one element of of what martial arts is martial arts is is so much more than just combat yeah. and it, it, it's a it's a tool for all of life and once you understand how broad of a spectrum that is it's unending. It, it goes 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 across every 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 barrier, every aspect of life, and something that can be there whether you're one or a hundred, and you can be doing this in some aspect. Yeah. So I know I, I, you, I was as I mentioned at the beginning. I'm I'm, I'm very much obliged to you uh, taking the time out of your your trip to to come on. But just just a couple more moments just to explore. Uh, what's what's in the sort of future i know i know that things are so difficult at the moment but just for people that are yeah just for people that have followed your sort of fight career and are following your sort of journey online uh what, what do you have planned other than the book that you've obviously talked about uh yeah i mean as far as as far as fighting goes i think just like everybody else is who knows uh, maybe i'll never fight again i don't know but you know the ironic thing is this is the same way I felt from day one. I don't know if I'm ever going to fight. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ever going to fight again. Um, I'm going to keep improving when, as much as I can. I'm going to maintain a certain physicality. Even if I was never to fight again, I'm still going to stay healthy and train and work out and all of these things. So that is there regardless of whether I ever get in the ring again. I hope to. I hope, I hope that works out and, and I can. And um, you know, I've, I've definitely uh, opened up the conversation of I'll, I'll fight, I'll do any kind of fight. And at this point, you know, I'll do MMA, I'll do uh, uh, Taekwondo, I'll do, I'll do anything, anything. I, I just want, I just want to fight. So, um, it, but yeah, again, as far as that knows, uh, who knows? I don't, I don't really know. I hope, I hope I do get to fight again, but um, if I don't, then I don't. I'm, I'm, I never thought I'd get this far. You know, I never thought I'd be alive this long either. So everything is, I'm just very appreciative of what I've gotten to do. Um, and I'm going to keep moving forward as, for as long as I can. Um, so that that's kind of where I'm at with the, the fighting thing. Um, I am, as I said, working on my uh, autobiography right now. And, uh, you know, I try, I try to write uh, other things as well, not just work on my book. Um, I do, been doing a lot of online training with people since I can't train in them in person, which has been interesting and kind of brought this other element into uh, martial arts. It's, it's given me a different perspective on a lot of things. And it's also given me the ability to work with people that I wouldn't normally, yeah. you know, yeah. which is, I think that's been a good, uh, a positive byproduct of, of this whole thing is, is connecting with a lot more people across the world. So um, just trying to do what I can with what I got for as long as I can. Brilliant. Amazing. Uh... Okay, th this is a this is a question that I have sort of fallen into the habit of of ending the the, the podcast with. Uh, I, I know you're going to give me a fantastic answer, but <laughs> so so no 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 pressure. Uh, no pressure. Yeah, no no pressure. If you if you could leave us with, uh, and again, lots of the stuff you've probably already covered. To be fair, on on, on what we've what we've, we've spoken about, but coming from someone like Kevin Ross, just a, just a message or some advice on just how to move forward and how to keep on pushing or just some 
a, a wee bit of positivity to, 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 to conclude with. Yeah, I think, I think that we can all, we can all change the world just by changing ourselves. We, 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 we look so externally to fix things. We look at other people to fix themselves. We look at other situations, the world or politics or the police or the government, but how much work are we doing internally? Like we can be better. We can work on ourselves. We can improve. We can face things that we're afraid of. And that's where we all need to start. We need, we need to go more inward than outward. And, and I think if more people would do that, the outward would improve more. Yeah. If we all started looking internally a little bit. So um, I don't know how to sum that up in a nice way, but, but yeah, I would say just start small, do what you can with what you got and, and be better today than you were yesterday. Fantastic stuff. Fantastic. Okay. As I said, uh, I found the, the us video tried again. Uh, I found it extremely uh, motivating. And even if it's just from on students and, and hopefully obviously this, this episode can, can reach just a little bit uh, further, but, I'm going to definitely share that as I, as I share the podcast. Uh, thank you so much. I know, as I say, you've, you've taken time out of, of sort of being away at the moment, and it's, it's hugely appreciative. Uh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. No, uh, fantastic. And, and I wish you all the best for the, the future. And stay safe, sir. Okay? Likewise, man. Thank you, you have a good one. Thank you all so right, much. Thank you. Okay, all thank right. you.